The following podcast contains adult content. It is not suitable for minors, professional settings, or the faint of heart. Foreplay Goes South is open mic storytelling. Hosted monthly by Metanoia, attendees share their intimate, sultry, salacious tales. The stories you're about to hear are recorded live at Petra's in the historic Plaza Midwood, Charlotte, North Carolina. But first, I've got a guest in the studio to talk about the Flamingo Review's upcoming Ides of March performance. Hi, I am Delilah Disco of the Flamingo Review burlesque troupe here in Charlotte. If you come to the show, bring a sheet, make it into a toga, we're doing an Animal Farm toga party. We are going to have three MCs for this show. We have a couple of stage debuts happening. We've got one performer coming out of retirement for this show. It's going to be a big old toga party. Someone might go home with a stuffed flamingo. Who knows? We're just a group of dancers and friends that like to hang out and, you know, take our clothes off in front of each other and then in front of audience members. (laughs) Well, I know I'm looking forward to going. The Ides of March show will be at the Visualite on March 26th. If you're interested in going, visit FlamingoReview.com for more information. You can also come to Petra's on March 15th because I'll be giving away a pair of tickets to the show at my Foreplay Goes South live event. For more details, check out any of my socials. Now, on to the storytelling. Up first, Ms. Delilah Disco delights us during last month's live event. Everybody, I'm Delilah Disco of the Flamingo Review. Hello. I have gotten naked on this stage twice now. Twice? Yeah. Um, the last time I was on this stage, I got horrifically um, whammed. You know Whamageddon? Yeah, that happened on the stage. It was ridiculous, but that's a story for another time. Um, in my free time, well, not in my free time, but for work, I am a cam girl. Um, I've been doing that for two years, almost on the dot. My anniversary was February 6th. Um, yeah, woohoo! It was, it's really hard, guys. Um, internet perverts are mean. Sometimes, sometimes they're really nice. However, I had a, uh, a tip option on my cam show. That what I have, I'm sorry, I have to get naked on the stage or else I feel wrong. Um, So I have a tip option during my cam shows where it's just, it's like 15 tokens and I tell a hoe story. And I was like, wow, this night's perfect for that. So I'm gonna tell you everybody's favorite hoe story, which is the time I gave a blowjob to someone in the bathroom at the pool at a resort at the happiest place on earth. So, It was the week of Friday the 13th in September of 2019. I was going through Animal Kingdom with my mom, my younger sibling, and my now husband, who's sitting right over there, by the way. Wave, wave, honey. There he is, he's embarrassed because I don't bring him out a lot. (laughs) So we we were in the Animal Kingdom and we were walking through, we were going to Dino Land. I don't know if you guys know what Dino Land is, but it's super kitschy. It's like, it's like a tourist spot that they created in Disney World. It feels like a shitty state fair, but it's like Disney World quality. 
So we're walking through, and right before we come upon the kid dance party that's being led by a DJ, that was, that was a super weird story too, but right before then, we're walking through, and I see this trio of hot boys. They're very obviously all related, and I have a problem where I will be attracted to a person, and then like, we do stuff, slash have a relationship, or all of the above, and then we break up, and then I'm like, ooh, your sibling looks cute. I'm bisexual, so that's a super big problem that I have. So I was like, you know what, no, I'm gonna pick one. Delilah, just pick one, pick one. So I was like, I'm gonna go for the middle one. But like, we were just walking by, so there was no like picking, and it was Disney World, so there was no way in hell that I was ever gonna see these people again, right? Wrong, because later that night, I was like, wow, I'm really sore. I've been walking all day. I'm gonna go to the hot tub at our resort. So I did. I went down to the hot tub, got there, sat down, looked over and was like, wow, there's that trio of hot boys I saw earlier. And then I saw the one that I, you know, picked that I called dibs on for myself because who calls dibs for themselves? Who does that? So I go up to him and I just start flirting with him in front of God, everybody, my husband, my sibling, everyone sees that I'm a big slut, but that's okay. I like it. It works for me. Um, so I start talking to him. We start chatting. We just, he's like, hey, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. Do you want to come with me? I'm like, I don't smoke cigarettes, but, you know, I'll come with you. Why not? And so we start talking. We exchange numbers because we were vibing really well. And then um, we split away. And, you know, we talked basically the whole week because we were staying at the same hotel for the same amount of time. We were leaving on the same day. So I was like, okay, well, we can try to, like, hook up at some point. I don't know where, I don't know how, you're here with your three brothers, I'm here with my literal husband and my sibling and my mom, so like, I don't know where we're gonna do this. So a few days go by, um, the, the Mickey's very scary Halloween party happened. We bought tickets for it, but I ended up not going because I got a text from a hot boy. So I was like, peace out mom, have fun at the party. I brought like a Tigger onesie and everything, I was gonna wear it and I was like, no, bye mom, have a good time. So I meet him down at the hot tub. And we start making out. He starts to try to finger me, but like, it's shark week. So like, I wasn't really down to have anything done to yes. me, but like, your girl likes sucking dick, which is weird when you're a solo cam girl. Um, so I was like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't wanna do anything out here, but like, we could probably, I don't know, go to the bathroom. We can put locks on or, so we go into the women's bathroom and there just happens to be a lockable shower. <laughs> so we go into the shower room and we do everything but fuck in, in the shower room for like two and a half hours. What? This man's dick. Okay, so this man's dick was about this long and about this big around. First of all, impressive thing, I got the whole damn thing in my mouth. But also, this man had the smallest balls I have ever seen. And it wasn't just, it wasn't just in comparison to his giant dick. They were just, I could get both of them in my mouth at the same time. And there's nothing wrong with that. It was just a little shocking to see, you know? It was like, but he was beautiful and wonderful. He's an artist. He worked at a coffee shop. He lived in Louisiana. We still talk, well, okay, we still talked on a regular basis, but now he has a hot goth girlfriend, so he's completely forgotten about me. 
But that's okay because I still have the memory of the time I blew a guy <laughs> in Disney World in the bathroom without getting caught at all. And I have not been banned from Disney World. So. Nice. <laughs> In this next story, Brian O'Neill gets the silent treatment. Okay, hello, Petrus. How we're doing? Yeah, come on. How are you doing? Come on. Hell yeah, we're out here risking our lives to hear stories of cum and you know things like that. All right, I got two quick stories. Uh, I'll let y'all choose which one goes first. I have a story about my first fingering experience. And then I have, I, I fingered someone. Yeah, sorry, gotta explain that. <laughs> and uh, the second thing is, uh, this was consensual. Uh, I had sex with a woman who couldn't speak. Number two. All right, cool, cool, cool. Alright, so remind you, these stories uh, come from when I was a young lad, okay? I'm born in the 80s, we didn't have the internet, alright? I didn't know things, alright? So, uh, the year was 2007. I had just finished high school and I'm 19. I got out of a long, abusive high school relationship where, you know, she would, you know, fuck me up. And uh, so, I was happy to be out, and uh, we're living in this townhouse in between college. We kind of called it the frat house, even though none of us was in frats because we're too much of a bitch to take a beating, you know? So, uh, most of our summer was just filled with uh, Four Locos and Pre-Cum, you know? So, we were, we were just really getting after it. And, um, you know, we're throwing parties, we're having a good time. And mind you, I'm a drunk piece of shit. I'm 19, I don't know my body, I don't know my limits, so I'm getting drunk. And apparently I got this girl's number the night before, because it's the night after we're all hanging out, and I'm getting that, you know you get those four text messages like, hey, four of these to 40 people or you're die in a fucking car accident. It was two, 2007, we just got cell phones, I don't know. And so, um, you know, I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck number is this? And I'm like, hey, who is this? And let's say her name is Danielle, and he's like, it's Danielle. And I looked at my friend, I'm like, who's the fuck Danielle? I was like, oh. Danielle's a chick, you know, tits sitting like she uh, she was talking. Mind you, again, 19, sorry, I, we identified her with tits. This, this, this is what we did. Uh, I'm 33 now, I know better. And um, so, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, the girl with the tits, I don't remember. He was like, the, the girl with the tits. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, hey, uh, do you have tits? <laughs> and like, no, I didn't say that. I was like, uh, what were you wearing? So she was wearing, I was like, was that? He was like, yeah, that was a chick with the tits. I was like, oh, what are you doing? You should come over. She was like, yeah, I live right next to you. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, come on over. So she, she comes over and uh, I'm like, hey, what's up, Danielle? Come on in. So she comes on in. She's, you know, she doesn't say anything, but like, I'd never think to ask. And so <laughs> she comes in and she, we're watching TV probably splitting a four loco because that's all we have in the house and uh we're having a good time although we're obviously we're not talking but like i'm having a good time i don't know like she's drinking we're having we're cool i mean she's she's nodding a lot like i asked her something she's like you know that or she's going like that so i'm like all right we're talking you know what i mean and uh and so things are going nice 
And then um, at some point in the night, my, my friends are like, we're going upstairs to go to sleep. And I share a, a room with a guy, and he, uh, and, and so I look at her and I'm like, well, the night's getting young. Would you like to go upstairs? And she says, <laughs> right? So I'm like, all right, we're going upstairs. So I go upstairs to this lady, mind you, I don't know what she sounds like, but she's been giving me consent the entire night, so I'm like, all right, it's cool. And then I'm like, uh, hey, I'm not gonna lie, this is a little weird. Uh, you haven't talked much. I mean, she texts me. and <laughs> tells me that she recently got like jaw surgery or some shit and she can't speak. <laughs> and no clue, I don't remember talking, I don't, I don't remember uh, this lady, but like she texts me that, I was like, oh, well, do you wanna have like, sex? <laughs> no, because she doesn't know sign language. I'm like, I'm just talking to her. And she has to, so she's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right. And so, you know, we take clothes off. And she does this thing, mind you, I don't, she doesn't speak. And she, I never, I'm 19. She does that, like, churning motion with her fucking hand. And I'm 19, so I come immediately. Like, it's just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is a fuck. It's 2007, so there's like, you know, you got the buffering porn that kind of like goes down. So I never quite, I never knew the churning motion was out there. So I came immediately and, um, you know, she, 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 she waited out for a few minutes and then she got me back up and then put a condom on, had sex. Didn't realize my friend was asleep in the room. Yeah, we were both sleeping on air mattress. I was 19, it's 2007. And so as she left, I saw her home. I was like, hey, you know, take care of the jaw, take some penicillin, I'll, I'll see you later. And, um, and, and, and then, <laughs> and then uh, he, uh, uh, I see, he, yeah, I walk upstairs, and then apparently everybody in the fucking house like came alive. And I was like, ah, you, have, you fucked the chick that can't talk, like that's crazy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was that. All right. Our next storyteller chases fantasies through Key West. Alrighty. So, it is 2014, and I'm going to spring break for my first time ever. Never, never done spring break. Not like that, like college spring break. You know, like on the Girls Gone Wild infomercials, you'd stay up before porn was a thing. <laughs> And so, like, it's spring break, it's me, it's three other friends, we're going down to Key West, and I'm like, Key West, it's crazy, it's supposed to be like, I'm like, I'm getting late on spring break, it's gonna happen, of course, that's sort of like what's in my head. Honestly, they were trying to have fun or something, that was my mission, was to get laid uh, in a beach town or whatever during spring break. So, day one, okay, we get there, we're out on the beach, and we meet, meet a couple girls, we start talking them up, and they're like, really flirting with us, and things are going super well, like, I kiss one of them, and, uh, and like eventually I'm like, hey, come on down to the hostel, okay, you know, and we'll have a good time or something. We'll have drinks or dance, I don't know, whatever I told them, okay? So they come over to this place, and it's a nice place. Whenever I say hostel, I think of the movie hostel, like a murdery kind of thing. It's nothing like that at all. Right, right. 
Except when they get there, it's night. All the lights are shut down. It's just nothing but trees and stuff. It looks super murdery. All right, so it just so happened to. We get them up, uh, and, and we're talking to them. Except for here's the problem. Before they get here, and I told them not to do this, my friends all get really high. I'm like, guys, don't get really high. You're going to get sleepy, and then they're going to show up, and you're going to be really tired. Like, no, nah, it's fine. So they got really high, and then they got sleepy, and then when they showed up, everyone was super duper tired, okay? <laughs> So it is me, with this energy, trying to make something happen here, and, a and three other dudes who could not give a shit. Okay, so like, we're, we're playing Circle of Death, it never goes the way I want it to go. It never leads to a hookup for me. I don't know if anyone else had a different experience. Uh, we make them some drinks, it's really boring for about half an hour, and then they leave. They brought duffel bags. Okay, they planned on staying the night. They leave. Strike one. Okay, don't worry guys, there's, there's some twists and turns coming, right? <laughs> so now I'm pissed at these guys. Right? I'm like, fuck it, we go out uh, to a bar or something, and they're gonna drink liquor slushies, I don't care. I go to some different bar, and I dance out my feelings like Kevin Bacon. I'm just really, just going at it, and then a, a girl walks up to me, and she goes, who are you? Oh. And so we, we step outside, we start talking, we're chatting, there's, a, there's, there's tension here, there's flirty energy, I'm like, so what do you like? I kind of like it when a guy's just like, puts his hand around my neck kind of firmly, and I'm like, oh, you mean like this? Like, uh-huh, yeah. Like, all right, here we go. So what I've heard of, there's this uh, clothing optional rooftop bar right across the street, logical next step, get her over there. And she's like, yeah, dude, I'd totally be down. Uh, let me just get my friend, you know, she's drunk somewhere, I'll bring her up and you know, I don't wanna leave her alone. You go ahead without me. I'm like, okay, cool. I never see this woman again. <laughs> never again. Strike two. All right, so I'm at the rooftop bar. In my head, I'm imagining people my age, just the hottest women imaginable, naked and frolicking. A lot of old people. A lot of elderly people with their tits hanging out. That's, that's pretty much what was there. Like, all right? But not all. Okay, so uh, I'm dancing. I see there's, uh, there's some lady, and she's making out with this couple. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. I, I go to my Kevin Bacon again. I'm dancing, and... This Australian, Australian lady comes up to me, and she's like, oh, uh, pro one, let me preface this, my only experience with the Australian accent is Steve Irwin and the Crocodile Hunter, so this was a woman, she was kind of petite, but I can't do that voice. She goes, hello. <laughs> we start talking, we start dancing, and, uh, and we get to make it out, and it's like, all right, yeah, it's like, hey, I saw you with that couple over there, it's like, oh yeah, I've got her. <laughs> She's working on a threesome with them, but now we're kind of hooking up and we're figuring, and uh, then we all sort of merge. Okay, so now she's making out with this guy, I'm making out with his wife, I guess, and we're, we're in this four-way hug makeout thing. I don't know if there's a term for it, uh, but things are going pretty well, and it's looking like this is gonna go where it seems it's gonna go. Uh, so she brings me over, she has like a little, little, she knows that I've not been in this situation before. She was wise, she could just tell. And she pulls me over, she goes, all right, mate. If this is going to work, you two need to be able to touch each other. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't want anything up my butt. So, nah, 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 nothing like that. But you're gonna be able to touch each other, you know? You're gonna be in the same bed. I was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Okay, so she goes, this, I think about this, it's probably the corniest moment of the entire night, right? So she goes and talks to the lady and, and the guy. This guy's like 50-something. I'm 21, 
guys at the bar, I'm like, uh, so I get to the bar, and I'm like, uh, hey. He's like, hey. He goes, uh, so, uh, what's your name? He goes, uh, Frank. I was like, oh, hey, Frank. I'm Brian. I shake his hand. I don't know why, it just felt appropriate to shake this man who could be my father's hand. <laughs> right, right. So it, it looks like we're, we're about to head to their place. It's not far away, but she wants, Australian chick, she wants a couple more shots. I'm like, I can do that. So I go to the bar. I order a couple shots of Fireball. I don't know why she wants it. I, I get them. I look over. They are gone. They are nowhere to be seen. And I am panicking. This is the closest I've come to a panic attack ever. I'm like, no, 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 this, this, we can't, we can't, we can't get this close. So I take both shots. I rush down the, the stairs, like uh, my life's flashing before my eyes, and there they are. There they are at the base of the stairs. Okay, I think about that moment sometimes still. This was eight years ago. I still like wake up in a sweat thinking about when I could not find them. Uh, um, so, right, so, uh, the, the couple, they go off because they have a car. Uh, me and the Aussie, we, uh, we, we drive over and, and we get to their place. They got this evil, they got, it's, it's built for foursomes. They're, they have an entire pad. This is what they do. They just live in Key West and they have foursomes. That's all it is. It's amazing. All right, so I only got 45 seconds to tell you the rest. Here, here's, people say that you have a dream and when you, when you get it, it can never, live up to the expectations you set for it. And those people have never had a foursome. You see, it was perfect, it was amazing. It was the most fantastic, oh, I'm fucking her, she's fucking her, I'm like that. First off, uh, what was it, scissoring? That's real, that's a real thing. People will tell you it's fake, it's not. It's a real thing. All right, I gotta get out of here, but that's my foursome story, right? In this last story, one of the Flamingo Review performers discusses pitfalls of pet ownership. Let me tell you the story about how um, my, uh, my pets have conspired to ruin my sex life. So, this is probably about 10 or 12 years ago, and my... Um, I was living in my mom's at the time, and my mom and my mom had went out of town, and so of course I invited my boyfriend over. I was in college; mom was totally cool with it. Like my mom's not a fucking idiot. She's like, "Look, um, if you're gonna have sex, just keep it in your fucking room and clean up after yourself. Like I don't give a shit." <laughs> like she, she's not a she's not an idiot. Um, so, you know, I invite my boyfriend over, watching movies and stuff, and you know, hanging out and chilling and get all smoochy smoochy, and then we decide that. Um, there was, there was a hot tub in the backyard. Because my mama had this really nice hot tub, right? It's had like 10 jets and like yak, yak, yak. Like it was, it was a nice hot tub. And I looked at my boyfriend at the time. Well, technically my boyfriend now actually like um, got back together, but it was 10 years ago, it's fine. <laughs> but I looked at my boyfriend and I said, you know, have you thought about having sex in a hot tub? And he goes, you know, I haven't really thought about it. And I was like, no, like think about the jets. <laughs> And, um, I mean, granted, I didn't think about the absolute yeast infection I would have yeah. two weeks later because I'm like, But I was, like, 20, and so I did not know any better. And I was like, yeah, jets and hot tub? Like, yeah, that's clearly sexy time. And he was like, you know what, yeah, sure, we'll do it. So we go to the hot tub, we're chilling out, and then, you know, we, we start going at it, and, you know, everything is 
you know, hot and sweaty. And so I should preface by saying that um, at the time I had three dogs. Um, my, the first one was Misty May. Uh, she was a German Shepherd Husky Max who was lazy as shit, and she was just old, and all she wanted was pets and um, bacon when I cooked it late at night. Like, if I ever got into a mood where I was just cooking a bunch of bacon, like, she would wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and be like, where's that bacon, Mom? And I'm like, here you go, man, here you go. The second one was Nicodemus. He was a Border Collie mix, and uh, he was the one that would always escape out of the, uh, the backyard because we live out in the middle of nowhere. That's what dogs do. The third one, who was the culprit in this story, is Abigail. Abigail was a 10-year-old Labrador retriever, and she was black. <laughs> she was like solid black dog, like just completely, just like she, she was as dark as midnight. And what happened, <laughs> so we go out into, we go to the hot tub, and, you know, we're, we're going at it. And um, at one point, you know, we're like, I'm bit over doggy style in that hot tub. And... We're, I mean, and that's my favorite position, by the way. Like, you ever feel like, you know, for me, that's my favorite position is doggy style because, like, it really just gets in there. You're just like, yeah, go at it. And so we're going at it. And I'm, like, this close to orgasm. I'm like, yes, let's do it. And then I just feel this cold nose <laughs> on my cheek because apparently I had forgot to lock the back door and a certain Labrador Retriever decided that she was going to come out and go, what are you guys doing? That looks like fun. And I just feel this cold nose. And I'm bent over the fucking hot tub. And I'm just going, Abigail, please don't. Like, whatever you do, just whatever you're thinking about doing, don't do it. And because it's so dark, my boyfriend can't even see her. He's just still going at it because he is completely oblivious. And I'm like, please don't. And then she goes, and then she proceeds to just get a little bit closer and then licks my face. <laughs> and at that point, I have never donkey kicked a grown ass man so fast in my life. And I'm just like, nope, we're done. <laughs> like, and I completely ended it. Because at that point, I was like, there's no recovering from that. Like, there's just, there's no emotional, like, I can't get enough therapy. Like, there's no emotional damage. I can't, like, the, the damage has been done. So, this is just um, a story about how, like, your, your, your dogs can, like, your, your, your pets can just ruin your entire day, so. Yeah, bless Abigail. She, oh boy, she was true. Well, that's it for this episode. Come to Petra's on March 15th for our next live event. You could win a pair of tickets to the Ides of March burlesque event on March 26th. Hopefully I'll see you there. This episode of 4Play Go South podcast was recorded and produced by event host and podcast creator Metanoia. These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information about 4Play Goes South, follow us at 4PlayGS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter.